Hi, and welcome. Welcome to the Saturday Afternoon Expanding Horizons Mess-Up. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Marina, for um, giving up your Saturday afternoon and immediately you'd be thinking, man, I've wasted my time here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Today, just so we know, we've got Mark Catley in the studio. Mark, how are you? I am very good. Thank you for having me along. Yeah, he's going to come on and um, be a guest, but suddenly I've roped him into actually running the board. <laughs> he was like, oh, I wasn't trained for this. And that was Groove Show by One Drop Nation because in the studio today, live, we have Darren, the keyboard player. Cole, he does vocals as well. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> what an intro, what an intro. Because <laughs> today in the studio, live, 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 we have Lucy Gray. Kia ora, everyone. And it is your main job is to butter up your guests. Yeah, yeah. So they come back. I was being truthful about that, Lucy. Expanding Horizons. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons. You're on Plains FM 96.9. It's another lovely Saturday in Ototahi, and I'm Cole, and just across the desk there, sliding the buttons, pushing the fingers. This is my old mate Stu. How yeah. are you doing, Stu? I'm good, Cole. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to all our listeners. Special shout out to anyone doing something nice today, I think. Yeah. yeah if you're out there doing something nice, then that sounds cool. Yeah, and yeah. sharing the niceness with us, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. That's all good. Yeah. If you're doing mahi out there and you're just listening to us, that's cool. That is good. Yeah, we'll get you through your mahi. Maybe you're in the garden. Hey, yeah. um, last week we had a show about niceness. We did. Because it was our very early um, Valentine's Day special. Yeah, but we're ahead of the game, Cole. We, we're like that on Expanding Horizons, right? Just like the supermarkets putting <laughs> Easter eggs in in November for the next year, aren't we? That's right. And I mean, Valentine's Day now. Uh, yeah, it was a week ago we did the show. But it's on Wednesday. That's right. So just around the corner. Started, so you can listen to that show anytime, right? Yeah, and you've had plenty of time to mull over mm. Stu's life hacks for <laughs> Valentine's Day, haven't you? Yeah, I'm no expert, Cole. No, that's all right. You don't have to be. Is any of us? No. Is anyone? No. So plainsfm.org.nz if you want to listen to that show. Why wouldn't you? To prepare right. yourself for Valentine's That's Day, and right. you can listen to it on Valentine's yeah, Day if you wanted, with your with yeah. your favourite person. Yeah, if you need some dulcet dulcet tones. Yeah, coming through. Yeah, that's right. No, that because your right. partner or whatever doesn't have that. Then yeah, you're, that's you're right. Colin Stew, the most romantic dudes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say with the most romantic on air. I know, but you, you, never s- know. you sound very well prepared, Cole. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, someone might be sitting now thinking my Valentine's is just my cat, and so you and your cat can listen. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's a little weird, Cole. Yeah, could, be people, could be people out there, Stu. <laughs> you never know. Whatever floats your boat. I mate. just want to say, leave the cat alone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the cat do its thing mm. with its whiskers. Anyway, <laughs> enough, now, enough of that. Enough of that. Today, mm. we um, have on on the line very soon um, Bonnie and Pete, who are good habits, right? Good habits, yeah. And if um, people are regular listeners to our show. We'll go, hey, didn't you have them on at the end of last year? And we did. And we'll say, well, yes, we did. And they are back. They are back. How foolish of them. <laughs> so they'll be phoning in later. They will. They enjoyed it so much. Well, they'll be phoning in real soon, right? Yeah, that's right. Real so we should probably get to a track. Yeah, we need to play a song, don't we? We really, really do. And as usual, our most loyal listener and contributor, Hannah, Hannah. has sent one in. Big shout out to you, Hannah. Yeah, You're so, awesome. So we'll play that now, I think. Um, this is Hannah's latest music obsession. It's going to be Glow from Alien Ant Farm. So let's give that a whirl, and what we'll do first, of course, is that we will um, play our tribute to Hannah. Play our tribute, which is this one. (laughs) 
on Expanding Horizons 96.9. Yeah, I'm a, I've messed things up a little bit here, Cole, but we'll, here we go. And now it's, it's asking me some questions up here, but here we go. Thought that you'd find out I did it. I was so scared that you leave, so I hid that. I know we said that we'd always be honest. So now I went out and messed up our nest. It finally seems like we've turned into strangers. It's gotten so bad, there's just no more anger. So now it seems like we can't get no further. I can't believe I'll be bright for another. I'll be the switch she turns on. Offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. So this 
interviews it's live music it's commentary on pop culture it's grown men getting upset about nothing <laughs> it's serious it's fun it's an eclectic mix it's getting up getting down and getting outside and you can do it with Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons live every Saturday at 3 and repeated at 9pm on Thursday nights right here on a Otatahi Zone Plains FM 96.9 yes you're with Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9 and we just had two tracks there that was Steph Beck's one Carpenter's Daughter that's a live version of that. And before that, we had Hannah's Playlist Choice, and that was Alien Ant Farm with Glow. And Cole, we'll play, uh, Get on the platform, we'll play the platform. <laughs> so hey, we'll do that. Hey, hey, yeah, friends and Romans, countrymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, punks and skins and journeymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, my sisters and my brethren. 
And you can hear you can hear voices in the background. They're not extra voices playing in your head. And that's right on the platform today, live from the Muscle Inn in Golden Bay, we have Pete and Bonnie, who also go by Hello. the name of Good Habits. How are you going, guys? Hello. 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 Yeah, excellent. It is wonderful to hear you again, and uh, a happy new, belatedly, a happy new year. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. I can't believe it's 2024. I know, here we are. crazy. I know. Where did, I, I don't even know where January went, to be honest. One day I woke yeah. up and it was like the end of January. I think I'm, I slept through January somehow. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Whipped on. But you've had it, since we last talked, you've had a busy old time because you've been across the ditch and back again, haven't you? We have, yeah. It's been a bit crazy. We went to Australia for the first time in January. How did so, you find um, it? How did you find Australia? Oh, it was grand. Yeah, it was... It's kind of like New Zealand, but with snakes and spiders, which makes it a bit <laughs> more scary. And Australians. We love going, through, love going through the bush and in New Zealand sort of exploring. And then you realise when people tell you in Australia, like, remember to take your snake bike bands and yeah. don't get through long grass. You go, oh, yeah. that's aware of sharks and stuff. Yeah. yeah but um, right. yeah, it was really lovely. We played some festivals out there in Tasmania, New South Wales and um, Victoria. And it was just so lovely. It was great fun. I think, um, from what I understand, Tasmania is the most New Zealand kind of state in Australia. It, it seems yeah. like that. Everyone said that, and it definitely felt like that while we were there. It was the first place we went. and it's... So we sort of transitioned via Tasmania, definitely, oh, from New you? Zealand. <laughs> and I was going to say, when you were, because you were just saying before that you are northern Newcastle, just in, in uh, kind of New South Wales, and they turned the dial up on the heat, didn't they, on you? Yeah, it got to about 42 degrees, which right. was pretty intense for us. I mean, fortunately, we had aircon and everything like that. But as soon as you step outside... Yeah, that was the first time I've ever been in temperatures like that. It was pretty insane. Was it? Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you, um, you know, with your instruments, how are they affected? Um, you know, because that's quite adverse heat, really. I was just wondering how your instruments are affected by that kind of thing, you know, like the tuning or the, you know, just the playing. Yeah, we have to be, you're totally right. We have to be really careful, especially the cello tuning. Um, it's, uh, the, the heat makes the wood sort of, even though it's a really small amount, but it expands and contracts, and so it can send the cello out of tune really quickly. So I have to um, tune more frequently. And then also we have to be, like, making sure that it's always, we never leave, leave instruments in the car or anything but making sure it's not like somewhere that's too hot or too cold overnight otherwise it throws a bit of a hissy fit and all the strings fall off like oh, really? yeah <laughs> but, but we were all good we managed we managed to manage that because everywhere's got air con when right. it's so stinking hot but you know those um festivals because you're obviously you're playing out in a tent am i guessing uh yeah, sometimes these some a few of them were indoors, which right. is good, and so yeah. they had aircon. Because I was going to say, you know, like in forty-two degrees, you can just um, just blinking makes you sweat, right? And, yeah, um, yeah. You know. we've had a few, we've had a few vessels like that where instantly after the first song you're just dripping, and then <laughs> making it hard, so hands are slipping all over the instruments. And, That's what yeah. I was I was going to ask you that, Pete. You know, with the accordion, you know, um, just kind of slipping off the keys, and I guess the same for Bonnie, you know, with um with your fretwork mm. as well. Mm. The, worst, the worst thing is, we well, we've learned now that, that when we're playing a festival when it's hot, often right before we go on stage, we'll put sunscreen on. So then that leaves you with yeah. incredibly greasy hands, yeah. which makes it... That's a big mistake. So we've learned now not to do that. Not you to have, have to, sun cream hands. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's your, that's both of you first time in Oz, right? Yes. Yeah, and, it is. And um, I was just going to say, uh, favorite. You got a favorite story about while you were there, or something crazy happened on your driving around, or? Oh, I mean, we just we got to hang out with some wallabies, and that was oh, yeah. pretty bad. And just, yeah. yeah, just Tasmania, the wildlife was phenomenal, and just constant, yeah, just bats, like just yeah. bats, eels. I've never seen dolphins. so many bats all together. Yeah, oh, really? and that was that was something that was really special. Just animals everywhere. Um, yeah, we did some really lovely walks and like sort of exploring around. Um, yeah, we did a we did a we did a small show and then someone opened the doors out the back and there was just a like a was it a parakeet like a huge parakeet just sort of like spinning around in circles which was really cool definitely never had that at a gig before. <laughs> there you go. I was going to say this is a um, in the future when you know you're having a, a rest from recording you can just write a book about your adventures, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a few of them. They wait. They work their way into the set. Sort of the strange stories. Oh, I was just going to say. Do you do the um, in between in between songs? Here's a story, I because I you know um, I'm a big Billy Bragg fan, right? And in the, every time I've seen him, he he does these you know like here's a song, and then he goes off on this dialogue, and then he comes back to the next song, and you've been like, ooh, that's a good ten minutes in between tracks. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we unfortunately we've never actually seen Billy Bragg, but we've played at a festival, we've played at two festivals where we're on at the same time as him. Oh, which really? Which is tough competition. Yeah. So it's like, we've been wanting to catch him for ages, but yeah. and then every time we see we're at a festival, we get so with him, we're, we're we're really time. excited, and then we get booked at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need to talk to your manager about that, aren't you? About, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't mind being on the on the same bill. And I was just going to say, if you've got the bill poster and his name's on it and your name on it, well, I tell you, that's something to keep, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. definitely is. Yeah, I, I um, no, I've, I've gone about him. I've seen him probably about a dozen, maybe more, times and at a few festivals. And he's always wandering around. You can always like you know bump into him and have a chat. And he's really, um, really good at just at just talking to you. Hey, I was going to yeah, ask you then while you're away, while you've been overseas and back again, you've released a new single as well, haven't you? Yeah, we released our new song called Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is just about about taking time and having some time to rest to avoid burnout, which felt ironic releasing the song during a really, really busy <laughs> touring period. But the sentiment applies, and luckily we can take a little bit of time now in the Golden Bay. I was going to ask you, um, Bonnie, then about that, you know, that taking time, because while you're, I don't know if, if this happens to you, but, you know, while you're both here, you know, the, the clock's ticking kind of on the time frame that you're here and the same in Australia and, You've got only so many kind of down days, I'm guessing. Do you feel the 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 kind of um, the push to like get as much done as you can, like and but kind of balance that out with days where you just like, oh, I just need to lay down today. I mean, it's 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 constantly changing, and I think Pete and I were so fortunate that it isn't just the uh, the New Zealand Australia tour, but we've got lots of touring when we go back to the UK. And what we really try and do is, um, because we do so much touring, it's less of the traditional days on, days off, and more we try and really try and weave, like, uh, time to exercise, time to rest mm. within the schedule as we're going so that we can um, hopefully stay sort of healthier and energised as we're going and not just get completely knackered and crash right at the end of the tour. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the plan anyway, but it's always it's always a hard one to 
try and get. And also because it's not just about um, making the most of the, the gigs and doing loads of work and trying to do as much and achieve as much as possible, but also you want to see as much as you can of the really stunning places that we're going. So um, it's definitely easy to just cram everything in and get really knackered. Yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, at the end of a, of a big tour on a big trip, quite often, you know, then you go back home and then I find it's the next couple of days that you probably get sick because you've been go, oh, go, yeah. go, and then as soon as you stop, everything kind of slams into you. Yeah, it always happens. Yeah, the week back after getting from tour is always when you get a cold and you just end up in bed for a few days. It's yeah. funny, it's like your body's almost like, oh, okay, cool, you've got time to be ill now, we'll do it now, we'll be ill now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I was going to... Um, I was conscious that we wanted to play the track Sunday and um, I know Stu's got it lined up there. And then when we come back, I, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit more about um, your kind of, because you'll be going into the Northern Hemisphere summer and talk about what the kind of gigs you've got lined up there as well. If yeah, that's there's right. some big ones, I think, Cole. Big ones. So we yeah. talk about that. How does that sound to you both? That sounds great. So Stu will play this song. And you can both, in Golden Bay, just put your feet up a little moment and have a cool drink. <laughs> and um, Yeah, so we're going to do Sunday from Good Habits, and this is a very recent release. And we'll get that playing. Burned 
Yes, you're on Expanding Horizons with Stu and Cole, and we also have Good Habits on the line, and that was their new their track Sunday, which features Kate Griffin. That was cool. Yeah, Kate Griffin. So, um, Bonnie and Pete, that so Kate Griffin on banjo is that correct? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, well spotted, Cole. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I like. I know. I like the banjo, and it was great. So, um, how do you know Kate Griffin? So, um, well, we became friends just from the sort of the folk scene in the UK and Kate and Mishra, are, they're doing really cool things, fusing folk with lots of other genres. And we just thought that really aligned with us because, I mean, we're also a band that do sit and we do bop around the folk scene, but our relationship to what folk is, you know, we're sort of trying to, yeah, trying to evolve it a bit. Um, and then actually... Funnily, is um, I also booked them a tour of New Zealand, and so what's really cool is that they're they're over here touring as their duo at the same time as us touring, etc. And so we have all these little moments where we can overlap. And what's been really cool is that this month we've obviously released the single featuring Kate and Mishra, but we've also had these opportunities to play the track live together, like at Auckland Folk Festival and the Muslin tonight in the Golden Bay. So it's really nice to be able to bring to bring this collaboration to life in live in real time as well as a single release. So, so am I correct in in saying that? So you're coming you're coming down to Christchurch, aren't you? And you're playing the folk, the folk club. Is that correct? Am I? Yeah, the folk folk music club. It's going to be great. Yep. So just we'll do a quick plug while we're talking about that. So you're playing the folk <laughs> music club. What's the date of that? Because it's not very far away, is it? Uh, so um, that's the last weekend um, in February. It may actually be the 1st of March yep. um, on Saturday. Well, have a look. That is, that's a good question. Let's consult the... <laughs> and what, what, um, while you're just consulting that, Pete, I was just going to say, so Mishra are uh, down here as well. Is that right? Yeah. So we are on Sunday, the 3rd of March. And then Mishra are going to be there the weekend before us. So I presume that's Sunday, the 25th of February. Yeah, so it's going to be lots of fun at the um, the folk music club. It's very different to a folk club, and it's definitely a really a really nicely set up proper concert series with a really lovely venue, a really lovely sound team. And just so, while, um, it's while, a we're, good spot. while we're talking about that, um, Bonnie, um, tickets. If people are, are listening in and they're thinking, right, I'd be keen to get along to that. Um, do they contact the club itself? Do they buy them on your website or under um, the radar? Either, either is fine. And all of the above that you just said, you can actually, you could check out the Christchurch Folk Music Club, but also it's all linked in via our website, which is goodhabitsband.com. And also everything's up on under the radar as well, because that's a really good spot to find yeah. music on there. So yeah, any of those three places. And if you search Good Habits, Christchurch, um, then you should get to the event. Excellent. Excellent. That sounds a good way to um, start the march. Start your march. I, um, I was just just before we we played that wonderful track, and I was going to say, great. I love the um, I love the cello and the banjo weaving in together. It sounded it sounded awesome, right? Um, 
next, so when you go home, when you go back to the UK, you're not getting any time to put your feet up, are you? <laughs> Right? Yeah, not just really. yeah. Our manager did tell us off for not giving ourselves any rest time because we go back to the UK and then pretty sharpish, this album gets released in full, um, all the tracks come out, and then we have a big album release tour in the UK and then we kick off into festival season, which takes us um, through quite a lot of Europe as well as the UK. So it's, it's just all systems go all year, to be honest. All oh, right, well... And I was going to say, I mean, you don't want to look back in, in a couple of years ago, oh, we should have just done that, do you? You don't want to, you know, like as much as downtime's really handy, you don't want to miss those opportunities, I'm guessing. Exactly. And, yeah, it's quite tricky. We sort of told ourselves that we were going to have April off once we fly back into the UK, but then festivals just appear. So we're going to be going to Europe for some really fun festivals. Yeah. And it, even if it won't be relaxing, it'll still be good fun. So. No, and, good. and it's... And it's a really fortunate thing to be able to do these things and for these opportunities to come up. So sometimes you just can't say no out of, yeah, out of feeling really lucky to be able to be doing them. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I, had, I, had a, I had a thought just then when you were talking about, you know, going to Europe and playing all those festivals over there. Has, has the whole Brexit um, kind of impeded, you know, artists' ability to play through Europe? Um, yeah, it's really... Yeah, for the majority of artists, it's been a real pain, basically. If you've got a team, you're only allowed in certain areas, certain countries for a certain amount of time. Uh, fortunately, the one, the countries that we play in most have a very friendly towards British musicians, so they give us three months of uh, visa-free work. And I'm actually an Irish citizen as well, so I'm still an EU member, so I can... Mm travel and work as much as I can but it's yeah it's been a huge fact yeah. and there's all these things with sort of carnets importing just bringing your instruments in you have to have them all registered um and bringing in merchandise it's now crossing a sort of crossing the border means that you have to have everything registered which yeah. is a big fast financially and time-wise but for us we're really fortunate because we don't really have to do that as I'm a citizen yeah and and because we're we're a touring party too. As soon as you, if, if you were a bigger band and you had more members on stage, you have to do so much more logistical organising for every single band member for every single country you're crossing into. So it is a huge shame, but we're just very fortunate that we um, we have it a bit easier than others. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just gonna say, you know, as if everything's not as you know difficult enough organising a tour with, you know, the venues yeah. and the places to stay and getting there every on Absolutely. time and doing all that kind of stuff. It's just another layer. Why made, what made me think of it, I read some time ago about, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, bands, you know, going from England, like the Beatles, example, going to America, they couldn't play there unless a band of equal size or something went to the UK <laughs> from the States. Wow. Yeah, 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 so I, I was reading that and I was like, what? That just, um, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's in Billy Bragg's book about Skiffle. But anyway, I was just like, that's crazy. And I've just made me think, you know, now with Brexit, you're going to the continent all the time. But Yeah. yeah. Well, so, interesting, the Beatles, they had their, um, before they switched drummers, they had their sort of like a residency in, um, I think it might have even been Hamburg. Hamburg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And where they spent, and they were playing for, they were gigging for like seven hours a day and they talk about that being this hugely formative period where they were then able to come back to the UK 
really, really tight and Gosh. polished. And yeah. I mean, that definitely they wouldn't have been able to do that as these. They wouldn't be able to do that now. No, I was going like to. I was going to say to you, um, the both of you, then you know, after you've played a set, and I'm, I'm guessing you you're playing an hour and a bit probably in your set, aren't you? In total, I mean. Mm. I mean, what's it, you know, physically, I mean, you're just talking about the heat in Australia and I know I am no way, no way, in no way I'm diminishing the, the issue that heat has on, on you as well. Like, you're carrying a, an accordion around there, Pete, aren't you? <laughs> you know, I mean, at least Bonnie's probably got it on the ground a bit, you know, with the cello. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, we, Bonnie and I both react differently after a set. I immediately lose all my energy and can pretty much fall asleep immediately whereas <laughs> Bonnie is massively Bonnie's hyped up and she can't fall asleep for a few hours so yeah. We, yeah we both react differently but it's it's good exercise I mean it's yeah. <laughs> and what an interesting actually the cello I have the cello strapped onto me yep. so you say that it's on the floor but I, it, yeah it's you I'm holding it. the cello on my body standing up but it's still nowhere near as heavy as the accordion yeah but, um, I think that I think that the uh, hormones like adrenaline and cortisol that come from having a really cool audience there and having a really great gig they just they just surpass the tiredness because you just get such a buzz and a rush off um, the interaction with the audience and the crowd being there and I particularly love having interactions and chatting to people on the merch desk and things like that I love heading out to the front and. Um, yeah, and chatting and meeting everyone. I, I particularly enjoy that. I think um, I was going to say to you, I think we talked about this last time, but, you know, like you're saying about the merch desk, when people come up to you and go, hey, I just saw you, and, you know, that you, you realise that what you do and your creative skills and the art that you create has crossed a, the barrier between you and another person, right? And, I mean, you can't, you can't buy that, right? You cannot... I mean... On a CD, I get it, people listen to it, but when someone's come along and been emotionally, you know, touched by what you've done, so much that they want to... I mean, that's that's powerful, right? Yeah, and especially, I think, it's often mixed in with a lot of surprise as well because people don't expect to yeah. <laughs> be thinking that about a cello and accordion duo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you often have quite lots of sort of fun conversations about that. People go, I really didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> and we particularly exactly as you said we we really love um, writing songs that tell stories and do get maybe a bit philosophical and quite thoughtful and particularly on our shows like our ticketed concerts um, more so than festival starts we just do really like to lean in to the things that make us feel the range of emotions and so I do like I do love that feeling when you've really connected someone but as Pete said we do often have people who are quite honest about how they weren't expecting to feel so connected to uh, an accordion and a cello, but that everyone's <laughs> been surprised. So, um, yeah, I hope listeners take that in. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, they seem to be musically from two different worlds, right? I don't know if they are, but I, I imagine people thinking that, right? Everyone gets the whole kind of drums, guitar, bass thing goes together. You know what I mean? But I imagine people are thinking, ooh, you know, people who play cello, they play this style of cello. People who play accordion, you know, like um, my old man's a dustman kind of stuff. And suddenly, mm -hmm. what are they doing together? This is, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly right. People, and um, it's so easy to not realise you're doing it, but have a preconceived idea of what kind of music is going to come out. Yeah. And I think our favourite thing is trying to, is create a sound that is really quite, um, it's quite indie, and it's definitely really... Um, 
folk and a bit jazz influence, but I just that's part of the real fun. That's a really motivating factor for us that you're um, trying to win people over, mm-hmm. trying to change their opinions about what they think you're going to play. Challenging them, yeah. I was going to yeah. say to you, um, the first time I ever heard um, ACDC's Long Way to the Top, you know, it had the bagpipes in it. And you're yeah. like, what is this about? You know, <laughs> but it, yeah. it, when it's good, it's really good. And what you do, you know, with the, your two instruments and your voices and all those kind of is is just wonderful, right? And it is good, you know. And um, I was going to say, Stu, have you got another one lined up there? <laughs> yeah, we can. We'll play another. We'll, well, I'm just, I'm just thinking, <coughs> Bonnie and Pete need time to kind of look around them, enjoy their the Golden Bay experience. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. And I remember from last time that um, they take their own photos, right? Yeah. Do a lot of photography and stuff. So we might play fridge photos because I'm sure they're capturing. I'm sure you're capturing plenty of memories from your, uh, your trip so far. We took right? the photos yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you're you're going to some beautiful places, which you are. So capture the moment, right? So this is fridge photos from Good Habits, and you're on expand- expand- You are on expanding horizons, and we'll just wait for this to kick in, Carl.
Expanding Horizons, doing it live, 96.9 FM. Yes, we do the show live every Saturday between 3 and 4, and yes, we make regular mistakes during that time as well. And after my big lead-in, Cole, mm-hmm. and talking about fridge photos, that was actually she bangs the drums. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which is just as great. Right, yeah, yeah. It's ex- ex- excellent. <sighs> so we were going to say, um, Pete and Bonnie, next, so when you go home, you've got some big touring. Is that, we talked about that just before, didn't we? You've got some big touring. What's some yeah. big, what are some yeah. of the big gigs you've got coming up? So we um, we launch into our own headline um, album release tour, mm-hmm. um, and that's across May into June, and that includes headline shows across the country, um, all over the place. But we've also got some early festivals peppered in, including um, some festivals in the Netherlands and Germany and in the UK, and we've got some really fun summer things coming up. So, um, at kind of some key festivals on the folk scene, like Herbeck and Broadstairs, and, and also the more indie mainstream scene, like Green Gathering and some others. Um, but for us, what's going to be really exciting about this year is, um, yeah, we've got more festivals coming up in, in Europe. Um, and that's partly due to a collaboration that we've been really fostering with some great friends who have a, an upbeat um, world folk acoustic dance music band and we play together as a as a four and five piece um and that's great because it means that collaborating with each other we've been able to bring them more into the uk and they have totally adopted us and taken them under Mm. taken us under their wing and so we'll be able to play all these things in europe um both as the collaboration and then also as good habits so that's yeah we're really excited about that now Stu, you were just um have you got a little secret to reveal about good habits and their album release (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you don't. <laughs> they can talk about it themselves. Oh, you can talk it's about it. It's just an exclusive, right? Exclusive. For New Zealand audiences uh, while yeah. they're on tour. Yeah. So yeah. What's, what's well, we this? thought, so the album officially comes out in April, but we thought, well, we're going to be touring New Zealand and playing the songs. So we got it printed in New Zealand. So we have mm. hard copies for sale, which are the first of their kind. They don't yeah. exist anywhere apart from in New Zealand. So the special... Special early copies for New Zealand live audiences only. Yeah. So another reason to get to the gigs, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Get to the um, Crosschurch Folk f- Folk Club, isn't it? 3rd of March. <laughs> yeah, Crosschurch Folk Music Club on the 3rd of March. March. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And the day before you can get into Akaroa. So you can go oh, there. that's right. Yeah. Mm. Get over there, Akaroa. Yeah. That's an easy yeah. trip. Yeah. Right. And then we'll be in Geraldine as well, I think, the yeah. day before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so plenty of opportunity yeah. for um, Canterbury audiences, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. See, them, see them one night, like it, go back the next night, remind them that you saw them the night oh, yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and it, weekend. and yeah. if you're super keen, you could trip up to Picton. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then playing in Auckland as well. Yeah. <laughs> just keep going, just keep that's going. Right. Yeah, join us on the plane back to the UK. Well, <laughs> just gonna, I was going to say... Um, you guys that there'll be people here who are listening who um are getting ready for their oes or trips over to the uk for the for the northern hemisphere summer so it's not you know infeasible that people will um or unfeasible well people will be um following you and doing some and seeing you guys play live you know it has happened we've been playing gigs in the uk and then people come up to us and said we saw you play in Wanaka, and you go, what? How did that, yeah. that happen? And, yeah, all of these, yeah, people who were just bumped into and then had two years different lives and then reconnected randomly playing a gig, which yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. And I was going to say, um, you know, like when, when you're sitting around with all your 
all you musicians are getting together and having a chinwag and in your retirement time I'm talking about and um, <laughs> talking about, you know, back in the day when you were touring and they go, oh, yeah, we did a world tour. Neil was saying, do you ever go to New Zealand? Oh, yeah, we played in Auckland. And you'll be like dismissing them coldly out of hand because they've yeah. never been as far south as like Wanaka and all the way down to Dunedin, right? So they've never done a that, world tour. Yeah, that is the thing. People just dash in and out of New Zealand when there's so much more to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then me- if you're lucky, they maybe pop to Christchurch and then, and then yeah. leave again. But yeah. there's, there's so much. So you'll mention how they're soft and you were hard. Is that right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, I was just thinking about this. So in, in your time recently, have you had an opportunity to um, catch some other artists that you might not previously have seen? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, and even ones that we've had our had our eyes on for ages, and that's the really cool thing about festivals as well. We just try and dart around and see as many as we can. Finally, there's actually been, um, I mean, so many amazing Kiwi local artists, but there have been some acts um, in the UK and Ireland and Scotland um, and Australia that we've known and been following for a while that we were then able to see and, and become mates with um, in Australia. Like there's a Scottish band called Dalhan, a really amazing Irish musician called Claire Sands. Oh, he was actually Claire. playing at Wonderbar in Lisbon very soon. Yeah, in a nice. days, which she's she's oh, awesome. She's she sings in half Irish, half English. Really, just like powerful. And it's really and like intense. it's really like punchy, gritty, folky. It's it's great. It's just great. Um, well worth it. Yeah, get yourself down to Wonderbar. Yeah, yeah, she's phenomenal. We um we we would kind of tying ourselves into in, a pretzel not trying to get her on the show but I couldn't we could not find one inch of time or space to oh, so, okay. so yeah, yeah. oh Is that's alright we've crowbarred us we've crowbarred her into this <laughs> yeah that's right and um, look just just so the listeners know I just wanted to say next week um, next weekend Stu and I are playing um, doing an actual live are we playing are we playing <laughs> doing a live broadcast from, that's cultures, interesting. from cultures galore yeah get your kazoo out Stu and um <laughs> So, because it's a cultural festival, you guys will be getting some airtime. Claire will be getting some airtime, and um, so yeah, we'll be mentioning you next week at the at the Cultures Galore Festival. Oh, Two hours so live broadcast. That's us. Mm. So um, anyway, that so yeah, you were, so yeah, you were saying Claire. So Claire's playing at the Wonder Bar, but you've seen some other artists as well, right? Yeah, we've seen just a huge amount. Um, we were we dashed in for Auckland Folk Festival. Um, and so we got to see um, Ari, Albie and the Walls. Ari, Albie and the Walls. Oh, yeah, yeah, and just lo- loads of classic sort of Kiwi folky bands, which is really great that we really love. And yeah. so getting to see them perform is always great. Fun. We're at Lunasa and we saw some um, locals to the South Island, like Tea Tree uh, or Machu Turkey, but he does live in the North Island. Um, it was great. And the Mad Hallelujah Chorus as well, we saw them. Yeah. Oh, right. That is a name. It's a really heart. good range of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, festivals, um, as, as, as a um, kind of a punter, when you go along, it's always great to be able to see a range of people. But I imagine it's the same for you as an artist, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And the other, actually, the other one, one of our favourites that we saw is a, a sort of a trad band from Auckland called Rough Town. Oh, yeah. That's and they're that's just it. really upbeat, sort of Irish and Scottish trads. Right. Perfect for getting your dancing. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think people and I think people forget how um, whether it's Irish or Scottish trad tunes or Irish or Scottish influence, 
it's just such great dance music. Yeah. The crowd just went, they, the crowd just lost their mind. They loved yeah. it, the rough town. I was, I was gonna. I was just sorry to. I was just gonna say, Stu, have we got time? Do you think to play fridge photos for real? <laughs> uh, we might have to leave that one till next week. No, Carl, I next think. week. Okay. I think we're gonna that'll push be, it. We're gonna push it a little bit because we need. We're gonna need to say goodbye as well. No, and, yeah, that'll be our track yeah. for next week. Oh, well, yeah, people yeah. can find that one on Spotify. Yeah, then. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm, I was just conscious of the time because time gets away from mm. us, and um, you know, so we probably we're probably gonna wrap it up now, Pete and Bonnie. Mm. Oh, um, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for coming on a second time. And um, it's wonderful. If people are out there, they're listening and they've missed when we've plugged it a couple of times, but March the 3rd, Christchurch Folk Club. You can get on to um, Good Habits website. You can get on to Under the Radar. Go to the um, Folk Club's website, get a ticket, get along, buy the album, Hmm. Early release and the tea towel yeah. and the tea towel and the, the t-shirts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if there's merch, get yourself one of them. Yeah, yeah. Drape yourself in it. And um, <laughs> you two, thank you very much for um, coming on our show again. We're really pleased to to talk to you and um, and everything's gone well for you. And we're happy about that. And um, but stay in touch when you go back to the UK. With, you know, yeah. we've had people phone in. From overseas before, so um, oh, will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, and enjoy Muscle Bay and uh, the Golden Inn and um, everything like that, and travel safely back to the UK. Will do. Yeah, we'll keep you updated. How yeah. things go? Yeah, be great. No worries. All right. So All right, thank you. Thank See you guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. And just while we're talking about um, some kind of festivals or people playing live, I just want to mention the Firebird while we're. At it, Stu. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? <laughs> That's yeah. what you want to do? No, I'm looking at you. Where to find Simon the Firebird, <laughs> Canterbury's number one rock covers band. A big shout-out to Rob and the boys, and they'll be playing at the Stock Exchange tonight from 7.30 onwards. Sweet. So go on down there, get them, you know, ask them for a really prickly song. <laughs> Rob will know how to play it. He will. He'll probably he will. play it left-handed. <clears throat> now, Cole, you gave a little bit of a preview before, but I just want to do this. Stu and Cole doing it live at Cultural Moore. Yeah, so next week we're doing a two-hour show. Don't tune in at three because you'll miss us completely. Yeah. We're going to be live at Culture Galore um, between 12 and 2. That's right. Hmm. Adjacent <coughs> to the to the stage. Yep. We've so. been the Plains FM marquee. Marquee, that's right. I think it's <laughs> VIP. <marquee>. VIP. <laughs> VIP. I don't think we've got a rider or anything. <laughs> it's just us. But if you if you're coming down, you yep. should definitely come over, say hello, and uh, put on some headphones and get yep. on the get that's on the right. show. If you come and say hello, we're going to put you here. Yeah. So do it, do yep. it, because it'll be come, great. But definitely right. come on down and um, see the culture's glory is amazing. Yeah. Right? There's about 38 different cultures on just. On display as such, yeah. yep. and performances, we'll playing, food. We'll be playing some great music and hopefully indulging in some good food. Yeah, and some good banter and chat with people who yeah. are here, right? Yeah, so um, come on down. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, an experience. Yeah, it'll be an experience. <laughs> and you think we make some mistakes in the studio. Wait until we're live. I'm just delighted to do a two-hour show, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. It'll it should be fun. It'll be, it'll be really good, Stu. Hope, that was talk. Sorry, I was just going to say. Hopefully, our hands are held by the team here at Plans. Yeah, I, I think um, I think there'll be someone looking over our shoulder. <laughs> and Nikki's emceeing, isn't she? I think that's right. Yes, yeah, so and Nikki's the station manager here. Yeah, and she'll be emceeing yeah. the whole thing. But yeah, definitely. Mm. And oh, I, I cannot for the life of me ever remember the name of the park in Sydney where they where it's held. Or is it Islam? Isn't it? It's in Islam. 
Oh, yeah, I think I, it's I on the board the behind poster. me. Hang on a minute. No, 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 you stay there, Colin, because I'm pretty sure I've got it on my phone. Yeah. And we've we've got about a minute to kill, so right, I, I'll yeah. be able to, being the boomer that I am, look it not, up. I'll be able yeah. to look it up, right. He's doing it. Find the poster. Hannah will be listening and just so you know, Hannah. Uh, you yeah, see, it's Ray Blank Park, which is on Maidstone Road. Maidstone so, Road. So, yeah, definitely yeah. over there in Avonhead Road. And, yep. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So get along there, Ray Blank Park, Maidstone, it, Mason Road. It's free to get in. Mm. Take some cash because there's always great food over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually the Filipinos doing um, meat on a stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. chunks of meat. If you like shashliks, they usually do a good job. Good, good, good. Good, good food. Yeah. Yeah, good it's people. exciting. Right. It is exciting. I'm super excited. We're getting out in the field, Cole. There we are. We're yeah. out of the studio. We're in the field. They're letting us loose. For two hours. Yeah, no two hours. And what could be better than Stu and Cole for two hours? Right? I know, right. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your, makes your day. Mm. No, anyway. it should be fun. Um, so, yeah, that's next week. And then the week after that, oh, I mean, we've got guests galore as well. Yeah, we, we do have guests and guests. You mm. know, in um, early March, we've got um, we've got Eric from Victorian Tin. He'll be phoning right. in from Stockholm live. <laughs> yeah. From Sweden, right? That's going to be good. How good's that? That's right. And you love Sweden. Yeah, I do love Sweden. And we've got <laughs> Teal Sky. They're coming on, yep. Christchurch bar- Band. Yeah. A couple of them are coming in. Plenty of action all here on Expanding yeah. Horizons with Stu and Cole. All right. So uh, great to hear from Good Habits today. And again, we can't repeat enough. Get out and see them. Yeah, you know, they're, they're a good, bunch, they good pair of people. Very cool. All right. It's about time, Cole, that we probably got up. Got, got down. And got outside. We'll see you later. See you next week.